0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com
1: Time to get out to the great Midwest Bank hotline and bring in our guest from reviewing The Brew and the Cold Brew podcast, Matt Carroll. Matt, what's going on today? How you doing, man?
0: Uh, I'm good, but... Four days without baseball is a little bit too much. I'm ready to get back into it tomorrow.
1: I know. I'm so excited. What do you expect to see of the crew coming out in this series against the Rockies?
0: I mean, you come out with, you know, your big guns, uh, with Burns and Woodruff at the top of the, uh, rotation, you know, you, your offense has had a little bit of time to rest and kind of shake off, you know, some of the guys who've had slumps and you got a team like the Rockies who is, you know, oh, they're the Rockies. So, you know, they should be able to come out and make a strong statement, hopefully. And, uh, Uh, they need to put some room between them and the Cardinals, who are only a half game behind them going into the All-Star break.
1: What are you looking for most out of the Brewers as we get into the second half? Because we talked about this in the first hour uh, leading up to you joining us here, and it felt like in the first 50 games that a lot of Brewers fans were really confident in this team. Maybe not World Series, but... Very confident they could win the central, and now, not so much. so what are you looking for out of the Brewers here in the second half?
0: I would just like to see a little bit of consistency out of that offense. I think you guys posted a poll the other day that was uh, how in one word, how would you refer to this Brewers team? And I would just refer to them as inconsistent um they I think I feel like a lot of people wouldn't believe that they score four and a half runs a game that's 12th best in the league. And that's awesome. But without actually looking at data, it feels like they're either way above that or way below that. Um, It just, it it never feels like they, you know, sustain close to that average. So I would just like to see them put together a string of games where, you know, they score at least roughly even amount of runs. And it feels like every game they're at the very least in it. You know, what? what happens happens when it comes to the pitching, but that offense just needs to reach a level of consistency where we as Brewers fans feel at least a little bit more confident that anytime they run things out there, they've got a chance to win.
1: Looking at the NL Central, Bob Nightingale put out a post today talking about Juan Soto and early talks with trades. And one of the teams that is reportedly in on him is the St. Louis Cardinals, not that you would have you know, any insight into the situation, but just from your gut, does Juan Soto get traded, and what are the chances that he ends up in St. Louis?
0: Ah, uh, God, I hope he doesn't end up in St. Louis. We basically already went over this with Arenado when they got him for peanuts. Um, I don't think Washington's going to fall into that trap. Uh, it feels like the Cardinals just maybe don't quite have enough of the prospects to get the deal done and the Nationals also want some majorly ready talent as well I don't know if the Cardinals have quite the haul to be able to do that deal but you know again the Rockies kind of surprised us in what they were able to give up Nolan Arenado for so you never really know um, I, I don't know for a team like the Yankees who's been unwilling to part with certain prospects a team like the Mets who you know, they seem seemingly seem to pay for everyone, but you know, maybe Soto just pushes that a little bit too far. I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't dealt this trade deadline, but gets tr- dealt during the off season when you know maybe a little bit more teams enter the mix. But let's just all spend the next couple of weeks praying that it doesn't actually end up being the Cardinals because that would just be horrible
1: talking with Matt Carroll from reviewing the brew and the cold brew podcast you can follow him on Twitter at mke matt13 and, and continuing on here in the NL Central how do the brewers go about winning this division because i feel like we've seen it before with the cardinals where they're in this sort of position and they get going and they're going to push whoever it is that's competing with them how much? How well do you think the Brewers are going to have to play in the second half to win the division?
0: They Overall, they feel like the more talented team. I mean, yeah, the Cardinals have some of those you know, top-level guys. Goldschmidt was a monster in the first half. They obviously still have uh, Nolan Arenado, a couple of those annoying guys in Edmond and Bader, but a lot of their other guys have been inconsistent too. So if the Brewers play their game, if some of these pitchers who have struggled – you know, like a Josh Hader. Eric Lauer looks like he's turned things around lately. Um, if you get a Peralta or a Hauser back to add to that rotation, um, it, it feels like the Brewers can do enough for the most part with what they have to still be able to win the division. I think if they add a piece or two at the deadline, even if they're not huge ones, then that gives them an even better chance. But They should be able to make that. It just again, it goes back to you know, kind of what I said at the beginning, and just finding that level of consistency with the offense. And hey, maybe now that you have some of these guys back from injury, they a lot of these guys feel healthy, and you're not constantly shuffling guys back and forth between the IL and back and forth between AAA. Maybe that does allow the offense to reach that level of consistency. They have it in them to win it for sure. But you're right. I mean, you think back to last year. The Cardinals used that devil magic to go on an 18-game win streak in September, I believe it was, or something insane, and they almost pulled the thing off. Um, You never know what they can do. That's why they really need to focus and uh, just do what they need to do to worry about the division now, worry about the playoffs later.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I'm, I'm very interested to see how this race keeps shaking out. And looking ahead to the deadline coming up here not that long from now, what do you think that the Brewers should do at the deadline? What bats or relievers should they bring in? And then, what do you think that the Brewers will do at the deadline?
0: Uh, I think they should grab at least one outfield bat. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about center field, and you know the gap that's been there—not just since Lorenzo Cain left, but honestly, while he was here as well. Jonathan Davis has looked a little bit better recently, but you you know that's not your long-term answer there. Uh, The problem, of course, there being that there's not a whole lot of great candidates out there. I think, you know, we've mentioned Ramon Laureano as a potential trade target from the A's. Uh, Michael A. Taylor from the Royals might be a sneaky one, but his offensive history isn't great before this year. Ben Intendi has been brought up, but he's not really a center candidate. Um, So you can see what's out there. Luckily, you wouldn't have to give up the farm to get a lot of those guys Um, I would still bolster the bullpen too. I I think once you get past, again, the hater, the Boxberger, the Devin Williams, Hobie milner has been a nice fill-in, Trevor Gott at times, um, there's some question marks there. So, you know, get some guys who are on expiring contracts, who've had really good years, and just bolster the heck out of that bullpen so that you have multiple options when you come down the stretch and, You know, if you do have a starter who has a blow-up game or something like that, um, you can go to the bullpen and still potentially pull one out. Um, Take care of those two positions. As for what they'll do, I know they've talked about how they feel as though they may have to, for the most part, win with the pieces that they have now. And I guess I kind of get that based off of how the market is shaping out a little bit. But I would still like them to at least bring something in so that, if a guy goes down injured again, if someone starts struggling down the stretch that you're not just out of luck at a certain position or at two positions, bring something in so that you at the very least have options.
1: Talking with Matt Carroll from reviewing the brew and the cold brew podcast here on the fan afternoon show, which guys do you really think need to step up in the second half for the brewers, for them to have a chance to win the division, to maybe compete for something in the playoffs which guys really need to take a step forward in the second half?
0: Um, I, uh, two guys that kind of stick out to me, Renfro. He had a really good stretch you know, right about May, early June, before he went down uh, with his second injury. Um, but he was really starting to show those run producer qualities that he had in Boston. If he comes out of the break hot, I think that will be absolutely huge for the middle of the Brewers lineup. And then I would like to see Luis Urias really step forward there were questions about whether a guy with his profile could you know handle third base long term for the brewers and last year he kind of came out of nowhere he surprised he had a really really good season that was great and you know a lot of brewers fans thought going forward well you know maybe he's a little unconventional for a third baseman but if he keeps doing that then i guess it's worth it and he had his own injury to start the season Um, was nice coming out of the gate and then really cooled down. So I think you get those two guys hot. You have, you know, Willie Adamas is uh, average, hasn't been up, but he's been a run producer. Yelich has looked good in the leadoff spot. Rowdy kind of goes hot and cold, but when he's hot, man, is he hot. You could definitely have some offense created there, but I think those are two kind of sleeper guys who, uh, if they get solid in the second half, it could really, really work out for the Brewers' offense.
1: One guy that struggled, too, in the first half that I'd like to see turning around is Colton Wong. Do you think that we're going to see him get things going? Because we saw him for years in St. Louis, and he never played this poorly, even defensively. What was wrong with him in the first half?
0: I, that Man, that is one of the great questions, I feel like, of the Brewers. Because I, I, The more and more he struggled defensively, I just kept thinking, this guy's a gold glover. He's going to snap out of it eventually. And then he didn't it just he was ranked as one of the absolute worst defenders uh i think among outs above average of of everyone in the league multiple different positions so and then uh, you know i'm sure for a guy like that who prides himself on his defense it probably carried over to his offense just a little bit um maybe he's another guy who you know just needs to be healthy needs to clear his mind i don't know but he's a veteran if you know if anyone has a chance of just kind of bouncing back and snapping out of it it's a guy like Colton Wong. That'd be another one where it'd be huge. Um, I know he's not in that leadoff spot really anymore because Yelich has kind of run with it and run with it well. Um, That doesn't mean you can't use guys to get on base at the bottom of the order and potentially, you know, be there for when the lineup does turn around to Christian Yelich. So if, if I had faith in anyone to turn it around, it would be him and it would be very good for the Brewers if he does.
1: Just two more for you here. Talking with Matt Carroll from reviewing the brew. You can follow him on Twitter at mke matt thirteen. Josh Hader struggled going into the break. Any concern about him coming out in the second half?
0: Just, I mean, slight concern because he he's always had rough Julys uh, going into uh, this season. If you looked at his splits per month, he, his highest ERA of his career was in the month of July. Now for his career, it's over four. Uh, He has no other month where he has an ERA over basically the low threes. Um, So July, he kind of always comes into that month and does that. We've just never seen it to that extent. That final outing was something to behold and something that Brewers fans just are very much not used to when it comes to Josh Hader. So only a little bit of concern because we've never seen it that bad. But, He always does turn it around after the all-star break and look better going down the stretch. So um, I still feel as though he can turn it around. I know plenty of Brewers fans were saying, take him out of the closer spot and put Devin Williams in until he figures it out. Well, that may not necessarily be the way to get him to figure it out. He needs to be in that position uh, that he's used to and that he has done well in that. He has won, you know, the last uh, two of the last three relievers of the year awards as a closer, so I think that he'll turn it around and we'll be just good going forward. It is nice to know, though, that we have Devin Williams waiting in the wings if we need him because he has been solid for you know going on two months now.
1: Last one here for you, a double question. We kind of have been talking about this the whole hour leading up to your interview. Two fill-in-the-blanks here. The Brewers will win the NL Central if fill-in-the-blank, and the Brewers will win the World Series if fill-in-the-blank.
0: Oh, they will win the NL Central if the Cardinals don't go on another 18-game win streak. Um, I, I think they have what it takes. Adding pieces would be nice, but they will win as long as nothing crazy happens. They'll win the World Series if they add a few pieces. They have the type of pitching that if they get to the playoffs and you run a rotation of Burns, Woodruff, and then a combo of Freddie and Lauer and then you have those guys we mentioned, Hader, Williams, Boxberger, Milner, a little bit of Got. those guys at the end, and you shorten up that pitching staff a little bit, that's enough to win series. It's a matter of that offense. And they add a couple of pieces just enough to add some depth, then maybe they can do it. It's it, It'll be a stretch, but they have it in them.
1: Matt, appreciate the time, man. Keep up the great work there at Reviewing the Brew.
0: Absolutely. Anytime, guys.
1: There, you heard from Matt Carroll from Reviewing the Brew and the Cold Brew podcast on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Tune in is the audio platform
0: with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four.
1: Donchich.